Welcome to the Triathlete Hour. I'm Kelly O'Mara, your host and editor-in-chief of Triathlete Magazine. Now this week we have an interesting show with a regular age grouper who happened to do something not regular. Josh Hageman is an ex-Marine who started riding on Zwift before it was cool, started collecting Zwift badges and finding ways to motivate himself. Now he's collected every Zwift badge out there. At least he thinks he has. It's a bit of a treasure hunt. He spends a lot of time also trying to find out about new ones online. So if you know of a secret Zwift badge he's missing, let us know. We also think he may be the first person to have done this, but again, hard to know for sure. Josh talks to us about his tips for staying motivated, juggling kids in training, creating your own challenges in real life that are just as crazy, and his marshmallow business. All of that after this short break. All right, this week we're talking to Josh Hageman, I think I said that right, who has all of the Zwift badges. That's why I read about you on Slow Twitch. I didn't know you could get all the Zwift badges. But Josh, then when I started like Googling you, I found it turned out you're like an ex-Marine. You have like a modeling portfolio. You own a marshmallow company. I was like, who is this guy? So I feel like we have to start with the first question. Marshmallow company. What is that? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's, uh, let, let's, let's get this one uh, out there first. Uh, thanks for the great intro. And, uh, yeah, you did pronounce it right. Um, but yes, so the, uh, marshmallows that got into, uh, just a couple years ago out of complete randomness and, uh, um, started, you know, felt, uh, I wanted to try making marshmallows. My kids were having an argument one time and I was like, how do I solve this? I was out on a run trying to think, after the fact, um, like how do you how do you solve it? And if you're familiar with the game Chubby Bunny, yeah, where it's like yeah. you put a marshmallow in your mouth and say Chubby Bunny, and then another one in your mouth. I'm like, what if I could just shove a marshmallow in their mouth and then have them continue their argument? And uh, and which is impossible to like stay mad at each other then if you're uh, you know saying it you know with a mouthful of marshmallow. But marshmallows were were too big for them. They were uh, they were a little small. Uh, they're they're younger at the, at the time and. Uh, so I'm like, well, how hard can it be to make a marshmallow? <laughs> so I started making them uh, just for the heck of it, and uh, then it it's uh, it, then it kind of grew. Started bringing it over to like friends' houses and stuff like that, and then uh, um, then people were asking uh, if they could buy some, and I'm like, here, just make I'll make some and bring them over. And uh, turns out found some demand for it, and uh, now um, you know I got a little. Uh, like a artisanal license board okay. for the county and uh now now make and sell them and uh and it's great just finished uh val big valentine's day uh rush for uh for marshmallows <laughs> it's a fun unique kind of kind of thing and uh you know it's good let me express myself creatively okay how i mean i don't even know how you make marshmallows but what is it to me i thought they were just marshmallows but you make like different kinds you make artisanal ones do you make like oh, yeah. an endurance marshmallow? Is there like an athlete marshmallow? You know, that was uh, one of the uh, the, the first uh, feedback that I that I got from this. I'm like, oh my god, you should do like an electrolyte infused marshmallow or something like that. And I'm like, that'd be cool. Um, you know, I I, I did uh, actually uh, I, I kind of experiment on myself sometimes. Is okay. uh, um, a couple years ago, I ran the JFK 50 miler uh -huh. and uh, brought marshmallows, brought my own marshmallows with me to uh, try out as, as fuel for it. I needed to supplement with, you know, like gels and, uh, actual and, food. and all yeah. that stuff, actual like proven fuel. But uh, 
you know, it was a tasty treat. And uh, you'd have the added bonus there. They're already sticky enough. You can stick them on your top tube, none of the, uh, you know, the blocks or, uh, you know, the, the power bars, the stuff that uh, you used to have to stick on the on the top tube of the bike. Yeah, that would take like your bike's already a mess after race. It would take it like to a next level, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's it's. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, sugar and gelatin. So really, it's, uh, you know, not not much different than uh, than, than other fuel sources. Right. So. Than a gel. Okay. Okay. You may need, uh, you know, talk to uh, talk to some actual scientists and uh, work this out. I don't know. You know anyone? <laughs> okay, so we we have a new plan for you. Another thing to pick up. But, <laughs> right. Exactly. Sounds good. <laughs> but the actual, I mean, obviously, the reason we uh, wanted to talk with you was about the not because of marshmallows, but about the achievement badges on Zwift. So you have every achievement badge on Zwift, which I didn't know was a thing you could do. You might be the only person to have done it. We're not totally sure. It's uh, it's it's an unknown at this point, and uh, we, I will qualify it that all of the known badges, you know, Zwift oh. is uh, is is pretty, uh, pretty hush hush, maybe a little sneaky about it. But uh, you know, every now and again, there's you know new badges that uh, that the community, the Zwift community, ends up discovering most often by accident. Hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, um, maybe within the last two years or so was. Uh, the extra credit badge called liftoff and that's ascend alp to zwift segment there in under an hour okay. and uh so so that was you know one of the more recent badges uh that was uh was kind of accidentally discovered but uh so it's uh so right now there's 143 total known badges at least to uh any research that right I've been right you're like if that's not true someone let us know and you will go and get the other ones yes exa- exactly it's it's definitely uh turned into a, a bit of an obsession and uh every time i log into zwift which is pretty much every day or every other day then uh then first thing i check the badges and make sure that with the latest Swift update, if there is uh, if there were new badges added or anything like that. Okay, so there might be new ones. We'll keep an eye. And then, are you going to have to yes. go and get those if they like pop up? Yep just uh, just in January there was a, a update where they added just uh, like four more route badges, mm. and the route badges are straightforward enough. And uh, so you know, you go out, you ride the route, and, uh, and then then you get the badge. So. There are only, I think, four more for that. So that was that was pretty straightforward. So I feel like for people who don't know Zwift, which isn't that much of our audience, but you know, my mom listens to this sometimes. That's there true. are there are badges. You get a badge for doing something, right? Like you just said, climbing Alpe d'Huez in under an hour, riding some route, hitting some amount of hours. What was the weirdest badge you got, and what was the hardest one? Um, you know, to to the point of badges, like like you're saying, they're they're really just carrots you know just uh just little attaboys you know that uh that are are nice little little rewards that uh is not you know the entire reason you know (laughs) some people are very anti-badge and and that's fine they have other motivations for being on swift or at least like to say that that's that's the uh the deal so uh and and that's fine. That's that's not my only reason for being honest with, but it's a fun little like side quest, uh, you know, deal. So uh, I'd say probably the uh, one of the hardest to do was the uh, the route badge for the uh, um, the PRL full. That's the uh, the Prudential Ride uh, London hmm. uh, full course. It's like 110 miles or something like that, and uh, and it's a pretty 
boring course. There's not a whole lot going on. You know, it's uh, the there's other ones like Uber Pretzel, um, and that's a uh, or Four Horsemen, I think it is. Um, it, either one of those. It's that's like an eighty mile ride, and it finishes up the Alpe de Zwift. And those are just like, oh, I'm gonna be on the bike here for a long time, right. and, uh, and and that's you know. That's how it goes, but uh, um, I, I think the, the hardest, and I've you know, said this before, was the uh, the Alp de Zwift, or uh, sorry, the uh, Everstein mm. uh, badge. And uh, you know, for for Everstein, for the badge itself, you can do that's where you accumulate the the total elevation gain of the height of Mount Everest, so twenty nine thousand and twenty nine feet, and. Uh, so I decided to do it on Alpe de Zwift, which is probably one of the more most common, I, I would assume, on uh, on Zwift. But mm-hmm. uh, really, can do it, you know, on any incline. And uh, so you go out and and just keep riding. So it's like I think it's uh, um, just right around nine times up Alpe de Zwift. So you just oh. ride up and then coast down, then ride up and coast down, and. Uh, so made for a long day. It took me like twelve hours uh, total, but uh, was you know was well fueled, and uh, you know my my local bike shop uh, transition try. They were able to uh, they, they let me set up in the shop there. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, this was nice. This was maybe a year um, year and a half ago. Really? And, uh, so before everyone else got into Everesting, because everyone got into Everesting last year, but you yes. did it before them. Total trendsetter. Okay. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, there, there were definitely, you know, a, uh, a lot of people that had Everested, but uh, so I did it in uh, April of 2019. Okay. And uh, um, yeah, it was, it was, so I have not done a uh, real world Everesting yet, but uh, you know, it depends how many more races get, <laughs> uh, get postponed this year, then uh, that, that may be the next uh thing in the spring here yeah i mean i have no desire to try it but obviously a lot of people <laughs> did what got you started on the zwift badges at first i mean you know lots of people are in zwift lots of people go for the races they go after a challenge here or there did you just start picking up a few and then think like oh i'm gonna do them all or was this like a goal from the beginning like i'm gonna do them all um you know i i had started on zwift and uh um at, at first honestly i was like i don't get the hype you know this is like <laughs> you sound uh, like me it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly and i let my account i i did the little trial thing and uh and then let just kind of you know sit for a bit then uh then i actually did ruby for uh for probably five six months and uh and and also just stayed with uh just structured workouts right. on uh you know manually controlling the resistance and everything and uh um then in uh over the winter uh, a couple years ago so now i've been on Zwift just three years and uh but uh i was like oh i'll give it another shot and uh you know i saw the you know some some of the badges and at the time i think there were only like 39 or so badges and uh there were no route badges when when swift added the route achievements uh, you know maybe a year or so ago um, that really just, I mean, added, you know, like a hundred, hmm. uh, different achievements, which is great because that's more carrots for, for all of us who care about carrots to go out and kind of chase and, uh, and give some kind of, you know, middle of the road type of motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, 
if someone needs it. If they don't, then it doesn't matter, you know. But uh, um, so with uh, so that's how I got okay. So you started it. out when it was only thirty, and it seemed manageable. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just. I think I've ridden, you know, maybe like eight days in a row. Maybe I'll try for the, uh, you know, the one uh, right. where it's, you know, ride uh, a lap, you know, for two weeks in a row. I'll, okay. I'll try that. It used to be called the unemployed badge, but uh, <laughs> they uh, they changed that this uh, a year ago to the work from home badge. Which that is makes a, sense. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, OK, so I kind of get that. I see how you like got yourself sucked along on the way. It's like the story of yes. how we all got into this. Yep. What? What would you tell somebody, though, who like now wanted to be like, I'm going to get all 140 or however many there are? Is there like a tip you have? Is there like a strategy to this? Is there what have you learned? You know, the uh, most of them, are, like I said, most of the, uh, the the badges, if someone wants to go out and uh, chase down badges, I say go for it. It's, uh, you know, there's uh, most of them are route badges. So you can get, you know, 80 percent of the badges uh, collected or completed. Uh, just by going out and riding the different routes. Right. And uh, the great thing about that is, too, is, you know, it mixes it up. You know, mostly I, you know, have uh, Zwift running on my laptop or iPad and then, you know, movies or, or shows or whatever playing. And, and that's what I watch. But uh, you can do the routes while you're uh, either free ride um, where, you know, it will dictate the, uh, the, the train and resistance mm -hmm. for you. Or you can uh, do it while you're doing a structured workout, which mm. you're on the trainer doing it anyway. And uh, so it's just kind of a little added bonus. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, listen, that's not the reason I get on the trainer anyway. I, I get on to get faster and, uh, you know, race faster and everything too. But, you know, it's really, it, it's a nice, for me, it's a nice reward for, you know, for work that normally doesn't have uh an immediate kind of reward. The work um, is the reward, Josh. It's fun. work is the reward. <laughs> I, I sweat it and, uh, and it's good, but it's nice. You know, listen, it's not a finisher medal. It's not a, uh, you know, it's, there's, there's, you know, same reason some people are, you know, all about the, uh, virtual racing and mm -hmm. stuff right now as well. Um, you know, it's, that isn't a motivation for me, okay. but, uh, um, so I was going to ask you, you, was there any kind of prize for getting all of them? Did Zwift like say good job or no? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, it, you know, I had actually, uh, um, because I'm like, well, now I'm that obsessive guy right. about this. Then, uh, that that's, that's who I am, I guess. I'll just embrace it, lean into it. But, uh, so I, so I emailed, I'm like, Hey, are there any other badges at all? And, uh, they they were uh, um, kind of evasive on the uh, on the answer to that, but uh, um, they're like, well, you know, we like to have the community uh, figure that out, and uh, okay. so they're like, you can try googling. There's and you know, looking up. Uh, there's a lot of resources. I'm like, I have, I have, and uh, but so it, you know, until I hear otherwise, I have been going around trying to uh, see what other challenges there may be or what other hidden things there there may be but uh it, you know just just to a point whether you know whether those badges are 
I, I don't know. You right, know, right. If there's like a hidden one, if there's like, I'm assuming there are, you guys all talk, there are discussions, there are forums, like a whole thing. <laughs> no, not so much. There's, there's some on the uh, Zwift support forums and, uh, but no real definitive answers there. Okay. okay. Uh, but uh, so, so we'll see, hopefully, you know, I, I mean, if anyone knows any other badges that, uh, that are missing, I mean, like, Hey, you know, ask uh, Lionel Sanders, is there, you know, hold a thousand watts for five minutes? I don't know. I have no idea. But, uh, <laughs> but he might know, case, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, there's there's people that, that will know. You know, one thing was uh, there was uh, um, last year at the, uh, um, I think, was it Endurance Exchange? or mm-hmm. The big conference, uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, someone ran, you yep. know, on a, on treadmill and ran uh, on, on Zwift under a four minute mile. And uh, I watched the video. It was incredible. It was awesome. I watched it to see what popped up afterwards. If there was another hidden badge and uh, there was not. Uh, I got to tell you, he actually uh, just missed the mile. And I only know this because me and my friend were very curious oh. about we're there. And we were like, well, if you're on a treadmill and you set it for a pace and you miss it, do you yeah. fall off? Like what? Yeah. So at some point he must have hit it slower because we were like, uh, okay, right? all right, right? Well, I, yeah, yeah. So I, I was not there. I just watched the video. So this is this is good to know. This is good to know. So maybe there still is a sub four minute mile or something. <sighs> who who knows? World. No, he yeah. ran a sub four minute mile. He didn't run the world record. That's what it was. But oh, no. oh gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there's a world yeah. record mile of badge. I, well, then, uh, then. There are only, uh, you know, I guess one person that can get that. (laughs) And that is not me. That is not me. (laughs) So you actually also do triathlon in real life. Let's talk for a second about how you got started in it. Um, You were at the, God, I never know the name of it, but the big marine defense thing out in Monterey where they study languages. And I say that because I used to like live out there. That's what I always thought of it as. Yeah. 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 So it's not just the Marines, but uh, Marines are a small contingent there, at least or at least were. Uh, But yeah, it's the Defense Language Institute in in Monterey. And, uh, and I mean, that was an an incredible experience. This was in I was there from 98, 1998 to 2000. And, and it was great. It's my job to go into the the classrooms each day and, uh, and learn Arabic. Mm -hmm. Uh, like I said, this was before, obviously, September 11th. Right. So, uh, so it was a very like smaller kind of contingent than it than I imagine it is now. But uh, um, in our free time, uh, you know, you're in an incredible area in uh, you know Northern California and uh, um, some amazing riding. So my buddy uh, Jason and I we uh, went out. You know, we were. Uh, it, you know, very low level enlisted Marines that, you know, made no money at all. And, uh, so we, we actually went to the bank, got loans and, uh, <laughs> went out to local bike shop and, uh, bought ourselves, uh, bikes and then spent the next few years, like paying off these bikes, but totally <laughs> worth it. And, uh, it was, it was, I got a sweet, uh, Celeste green Bianchi, uh, road bike and, uh, I rode that thing for years and years, but uh, that's how we then we started getting into uh, triathlon. So our first triathlon there was at the uh, uh, Pacific Grove. That's the yeah, yeah. Pacific Grove, which was uh, so cool. Um, I had a chance to like, you know, I'm sitting there at the uh, the 
spaghetti dinner the night before and the table next to me is like Mike Pig. He's he's there and I'm like, these are, you know, he he had just retired at, at, at that point, I think. So uh Okay. So um, wait, wait, I have, we need to go back for a second. Can you yes. still get loans to buy a bike? Is that a thing that people do still? Is that, <laughs> I don't feel like that's a good financial advice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't. It, no, it's uh, most most things I did as a uh, a young Marine, probably not good advice for really anyone. But uh, but, but that's OK. I, I live to tell about it and uh, some some good stories to come of it. But uh yeah, it's uh, it, well now. Now it's it's not loans, but uh, there's you know there's oh there's, yeah, you can uh, do like on layaway for bikes, yeah, 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 yeah. Klarna or something like that. Yeah. I think there are. So I, I avoid that too. But, yeah, no, uh, no, no. If you can't afford the bike, don't buy the bike. Let's just then, then just don't get it. Go go used. But uh, yeah, there wasn't Craigslist or anything like that at the time. Right, and, right, right. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Okay, so. so you got your start at Pacific Grove, which like we talked to Lauren Brand on the podcast. She got her start at Pacific Grove. I love Pacific Grove. It's not around anymore. I'm hoping they bring it back, but it has the famous kelp crawl. Yes. Where you have to like, and, and like when I when I showed up, I thought they meant kelp, like little seaweed, like oh that'll be cute. Like no, no, it no. is it's full on Pacific Ocean kelp, and uh, yeah, and I mean I wasn't you know wasn't or never have been a. Uh, a uh, a swimming as my forte, but uh, it is it is the great equalizer um, <laughs> going through that. It's a two loop. It was a two loop yeah. triangle, and uh, so you have to do the kelp crawl twice. And I don't know how far it is. It seems you know it's like, like a mile ish. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The race itself is like a Olympic distance, but uh, the the kelp section itself is maybe a hundred, two hundred yards, something like that. But uh, it is slow going and. Uh, so it was the great equalizer, though, because even like the, the front of the pack swimmers who have perfect form, form is completely out the window when you're trying to swim through kelp. The, the better your catch is, the worse you're going to do swimming through that stuff. So uh, so that that helped is uh, if you're flailing and that's your swim style, then then that's uh, that's probably a, a, a positive thing. Okay. And somehow, somehow, I mean, it's also the coldest water I've ever been in. Well, one exception, but like very cold, yeah. very miserable. And somehow this convinced you to like stick with triathlon. Somehow it's that, it's that you get that, that hook in you and you're like, you know what? I could do this faster. I think <laughs> there's room for improvement. I'm going to see what else I can do. And uh, it, yeah. So then later that year, uh, Jason and I, we, we decided we had, uh, there was a, uh, I, I read an article, I think, in uh, Triathlete Magazine about uh, uh, Rudy Garcia Tolson, mm. uh, who was maybe like 10 or 11 years old at that point and, uh, and w- was, you know, was, was doing a race and with uh, Challenge Athletes Foundation. So I read about that and they were having uh, this race and uh, in La Jolla, California. So we, uh, we planned on that and it was a, uh, um, I think it was a, like, half Ironman yeah, or yeah. close to distance. And, like a non-branded uh, so, yeah. long it, course. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but yeah, it's in La Jolla, um, an even more beautiful spot than Monterey. So I'm like, this sport is fantastic. You get to go to these awesome uh, places and uh, swim and bike around. And uh, so that was, that was really, really uh, just such a cool experience. And, uh, you know, to, uh, to see, you know, all these, these people out there competing, uh, against themselves mm-hmm. and, and each other. But, uh, it was, it was great. And, you know, to see Rudy Garcia Tolson out there, um, he, he did his swim and, uh, Robin Williams actually did the, uh, the bike leg, 
um, for for him uh, that day, and uh, which was awesome um, because out on the bike leg, I you know Rob Williams flew past me, and I'm like, well, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. I'll, I'll take that. We didn't have a chance to chat. He, he yeah. dropped me pretty quick. So. You're definitely making California like. We're making California sound very much like everyone thinks California is. Like, then I yeah. went to the beach and I met Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was, uh, this was a long time ago. So I'm only hitting the highlight memories there. You right, know? <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Um, obviously, like, I mean, you've done a lot, like, all of us have stayed in triathlon a long time. You've done a lot of things. I know in the last few years, you started kind of creating your own challenges too, not just racing the races people make. Um, I'm trying to remember all of them, but there were some crazy ones. You also, you did a a variation of beer mile called like the protein mile, which sounds terrible. You know, uh, that's actually, uh, it it is terrible. It is, it is not recommended, but uh, you know, it's actually uh, my, my friend, Jason, who I was talking about who he and I had gotten into it. uh, Um, a, a few, he had stayed in the Marines and, uh, he was actually uh, killed in Afghanistan a few years ago. And, uh, so, you know, w- we had lost touch over, mm-hmm. over time. And, uh, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, I, I, re- I, again, I was on a long run one day and this is where the most, you know, dumb ideas come to me sure. anyway, when, when you're just alone with your thoughts. And I'm like, you know, would be a, uh, a fun, way to uh to remember him or to memorialize him is uh do a a one mile run and uh you know similar to a beer mile just like you're saying but uh jason you know he he worked out all the time and like any you know young marine it's all about protein shakes and all this stuff and i'm like you know what this needs to be a mile where you drink a protein shake at every lap and uh um jason was always one to uh be without a shirt and uh he, <laughs> he could pull it off so uh and you know when you're in the marines you have these like little silk silky shorts the little uh like od green right. shorts and uh so so that was the completely made up and arbitrary rules quote unquote that i made uh for this and called it the man memorial mile so yeah you you run a lap on a track and uh you know chug a uh, a protein shake every lap so uh and and you have to do it um shirtless in uh or you know sports bra too right and, and tiny uh, shorts and, okay and, and tiny shorts and uh and so it ends up being you know it's it's challenging you know i've done a, a beer mile as well and the challenge there is of course the carbonation mm-hmm. but uh the challenge of uh just um running you know with a very yeah, full uh, stomach. It doesn't sound like very, very attractive is what I'm getting here. Oh, not at all. <laughs> and, uh, and it is awful. And uh, a couple of years ago, actually, our, uh, our local uh, Washington, D.C. ABC affiliate came out and uh, covered the story. And uh, so I was on the news uh, running around shirtless with 80 grams of protein sloshing around in my stomach. And, uh, um, and I... I um, you know, for those that, that knew Jason knows that he was, if he was watching that, he'd absolutely be laughing his ass off. So <laughs> you raised <laughs> money too, right? I think was part of the, yeah. part of why the, the t- news came out, not just. Yes. Yeah. Not just to cover some guy running around like a whack job, but uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I, 
I did, I reached out to, uh, uh, TAPS, which is an organization that, uh, that helps, uh, you know, assist families mm-hmm. of, uh, of, of those, um, you know, killed or, or missing in action. And, uh, um, and and helps with their families. So uh, TAPS is the organization that I had partnered with because uh, they had uh, been instrumental in helping Jason's family, um, who I who I didn't know, um, but uh, but who I've gotten to know over the years. So mm-hmm. and actually, the second year I did it, um, I, I got I got to meet uh, them and and his daughter, and his daughter actually did it did the the uh, the run with me, but. Uh, um, and rightfully so, she uh, she opted for some uh, Gatorade instead of protein shake because she was like twelve. So you, like, <laughs> you didn't make her do the beer version. That would be bad. No, no, no. exactly, exactly. We'll, maybe in a few years, we'll, we'll see what else she's up for. Okay, all right. So I mean, obviously, that sort of makes sense where that one came from. Some of the other challenges you come up with, there have been some weirder ones. Where did they all come from? Um, you know, it's uh, mostly it's. They, they all stem from you know on a long run and alone with your thoughts and uh and like you know would be interesting um you know once before my I, I turned 40 a, a few years ago and uh and that was one where it's like the idea was you know i don't want to have you know a big blowout party mm-hmm. type of thing that's not really uh it's not really my style and uh so instead, I'm like, but I still want to, you know, celebrate with friends. And uh, so I figured I'd, I'd run 40 miles uh, at, at a track and uh, and have have my friends come out and join me, you know, for, for a little bit or as long as they wanted. Um, so I set up a little table. I stopped at the grocery store uh, that morning and got a big sheet cake. And, uh, and it was great. So every couple laps, I just eat some more cake myself and uh, run with your friends and chit chat. And uh, there's no pace or anything like that. It's just 40 miles around the track. And uh, and and that was it. So it took, you know, I mean, it was all day. It was like a six, seven hour party and okay. uh, and a full sheet cake. It was awesome. <laughs> I know you've done some other birthday challenge. What other, what other are you doing the thing where you like run your age every year now? I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, I, uh, this year I, I did, I turned 43. So, uh, so I did it. Um, but I, I postponed it a little bit. So I ended up doing it on Thanksgiving mm. and, uh, you know, certainly with, uh, um, you know, COVID and everything, I, I did not advertise it, you know, to right. my friends or anything like that. And, uh, so I just went out on Thanksgiving morning and, uh, nice and early, uh, so that I can be done in time to make it back and, uh, and have, uh, Thanksgiving. So, uh, so, so that was the deal was, uh, you know, so I did, yes, I, I considered it at 43 K and I'm like, you know, mm. I can just call this, this is stupid. This is not, this. but then I'm like, nope, Josh, you started this and, uh, and just, just keep going. So, uh, so I did and, uh, it, it wasn't pretty, but, uh, I, you know, got, got it done. I think averaged right around 90 minute mile. Okay. So, uh, right. so it, it was good. And, uh, you know, fortunately my, my coach, he may roll his eyes, but, uh, he, he tolerates it, you know, and which is fine. There was a, I mean, once you start getting up there, 70 miles, I guess to be, cause there was an, I was in Hawaii one year and there was one of those, one of the older guys been around forever doing his like yeah. 75 miles. It's like, mean, oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely, it, it's definitely the older guys. So, uh, you know, it's, so now that I'm, 
kind of crossing into that uh, area there too. It's uh, we tend to come up with the most ridiculous ideas <laughs> and uh, and maybe egg each other on, but uh, it just it just not certainly not call each other out, but uh, just just supportive and uh, like oh okay. that's an awful idea, but I like where it's coming from. So what uh, what other what else do you have coming up? What other stupid ideas do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying, if uh, we'll see if uh, if if racing is uh, comes to fruition, and at what point this season, um, I don't have any races until uh, July mm-hmm. or uh, Ironman Lake Placid. I think and, that'll happen. Uh, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Uh, you know, otherwise, if if that bumps, then uh, you know, like I said, I haven't done a uh, a real world Everstein yet. But uh, so maybe that's in the cards. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I don't know if there's. I don't think there's another Zwift badge for uh, for an ultra marathon or anything. But uh, I, I know there's there's some people that have run, you know, hundred miles or and uh, on on, on treadmills because you've done yeah. a treadmill marathon, but you're saying you've never done like more than that. Uh, I, once I did uh, for a few years ago, actually just a week after uh oh, no two weeks after i uh qualified for kona at ironman louisville um in 2018 uh i did a uh, a big treadmill run for jaybird headphones and uh they it was during uh, new york city marathon week and they had a uh our local uh superstar ultra runner uh mike wardian had okay. uh, had was lined up, I guess, for this. And, uh, and one day he had tweeted, uh, Hey, would anyone be interested in running 14 hours on a treadmill in New York city? And you were like, why not? Sure. I, I was a couple beers in and I'm like, so I, uh, so I tweeted back to him. I'm like, yeah, talk to me about this. And, uh, <laughs> so he put me in touch. And, uh, so that, so that Monday I got a, uh, an email back like, Hey, Josh, sound like, uh, you're, you're up for the task and uh, come on up on Thursday to New York and we'll get you set up. And on Friday, we, you'll, you'll run this. So I did 14 hours on there. And since there was no like distance goal and I wasn't sure how my body was going to react just, you know, two weeks after, uh, after Ironman, yeah. Ironman. <laughs> uh, I, uh, so, but I ended up covering, uh, just over a hundred K on the treadmill. So, uh, I like this attitude. Here. It sounds like you get talked into all kinds of things all the yes. time. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, uh, this coming weekend I'm doing, uh, um, what we're calling the Bucky 22 and it's, uh, we're running, uh, 2.2 miles every hour for oh, 22 hours. I had some friends this, do that. This, the sleep deprivation gets you. It, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like the distance total is, uh, you know, just under 50 miles, but, uh, which is, which is fine. I mean, it's significant for sure, but, uh, stretched out over 22 hours is uh is really going to be the uh the, the issue there okay. or, uh, I, I like my naps you know so <laughs> how do you i know um you became a stay-at-home dad a couple years ago how do you yeah. manage all of this like is that partially why you do all a lot of your training indoors on zwift or because i just yeah. can't imagine like hey kids take care of yourselves i'm gonna go run every hour <laughs> on the hour <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Now, I mean, you know, certainly this past year has been uh, different. My wife has been uh, able to work from home as well. And, uh, and, you know, with 
kids home anyway for uh, their distance learning. Um, it's, you know, now stay at home dad is really just, you know, dad, many of us. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, it was a transition. I had, uh, you know, left federal government and, uh, you know, transition into uh, just managing the, uh, the kids and they're, they're in elementary school and they're kind of balancing their, their schedule and everything too. Um, and it's been incredibly rewarding, but, uh, you know, as far as balancing for my own training and everything is, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's absolutely why I do it indoors. You know, it's, uh, I can do, you know, I can go at night when they're in bed and, uh, and, and it works fine and I'm around, and, uh, you know, never, never too far away or anything like that. But now they're, they're, uh, 10 and eight. So, uh, so they are more independent, uh, or getting there. And, uh, um, you know, I do like, I, I really love just the convenience of, uh, hopping on my bike on the trainer and settling in. And, you know, this is where I watch all my shows and everything like that. You know, I remember I just finished season one of Cobra Kai and, uh, <laughs> pretty motivating it's it's the perfect trainer fodder where you don't really miss much but uh you know it's entertaining yeah i watch a lot of law and order in the trainer it's fine okay you'll see there you go you're like this is good they'll have caught the perp uh by the time i'm done with my workout and we're good (laughs) so what is your your pain cave whatever you call want to call it must be like pretty good then like what what do you have in it uh, so yeah, I've got a, uh, a, our, we've got a soul treadmill, the, uh, I think the, the TT eight and, uh, it's just the non-folding version of the, uh, F 80. And, uh, then I've got, uh, both my wife and I both have our, our bikes down there. She's a triathlete as well. And, uh, but she does not care so much about the Zwift badges, which is good. I think, uh, <laughs> We have there's only room for one obsessive person in, in the family, I think, at a time. So, uh, but uh, so yeah, we we each have a uh, the Saris Hammer uh, for our smart trainers. Uh, she has one, I have one. Um, we just got a Vaza uh, swim trainer. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I got that uh, secondhand uh, maybe a month or so ago, and that's been great. It's been tough, real tough. Uh, you know, very challenging, but. Uh, it feels it, actually, you know what, now that we're talking about, it, it feels like kelp crawl, it, it's a good <laughs> kelp crawl practice machine is, uh, okay. it, so it may or may not be good for your swim technique. We're not sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. For, for mine, anything's good for it. Just practicing it all. So, uh, um, and it's nice cause I can breathe anytime I want. So, and there's no flip turns. So that's, uh, that's right. Kind of, right. Right. Okay. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, have a, uh, kicker desk that I use and uh, put, you know, an uh, iPad or laptop on there to run Zwift. And then I have, uh, uh, you know, the TV with uh, an Apple TV for, uh, you know, Netflix or motivational YouTube videos or, or, or whatever, whatever, depending yeah. on the workout. <laughs> it's like, okay, I need something to pump myself up. And, uh, you know, we've got a, a little Sonos play bar too. So uh, oh, if man. I just need music for an FTP test or something like that, then, then it, it can, it can, crank it up a bit. Sounds very, we tried to get people to like send us pictures of their different, because people really went all in this year, like converted yes. extra offices, garages, bought all the stuff. It's pretty fancy. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's all, it's funny how uh, it, this was our, you know, like whatever bonus room in the basement or, you know, mm-hmm. extra bedroom. And, uh, and we had like a hide a bed in there for a while, but then eventually we're like, you know what? No one's sleeping down here. 
let's get rid of the bed and make it full full on you know workout room slash pain cave or whatever right, right. wattage cottage wattage cottage i like wattage cottage better we're gonna use that for now on I, I like i like that one too i, <laughs> I think that uh i'd see that first from uh phil guyman and okay. uh, yeah yeah but I, i'm adopting that myself yeah all right so what do you have any tips then for other people who you know like are trying to manage all the kids and the work and the training and the at and the indoor training is also slightly different like there's like, I don't love it. Right. I like to go outside. So do you have any tips yeah. for people with all of that? Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, it's, uh, there's, there's definitely like the boredom factor mm-hmm. and everything like that too. And, uh, um, but if you approach it kind of from the mindset or like kind of flipping the, the mindset, that was like when I had first heard about Zwift, um, you know, uh, a buddy of mine was like, Hey, you should come, you know, I'm a beta tester for it. And, uh, and it's this little Island called Jarvis. And I'm like, that sounds stupid. I prefer riding outside and I'm never going to ride in my basement or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, the positive thing for it for me has been really just having the flipping that, that mental, um, that, that mindset there to be like, listen, I'm, training my body, but I'm also training my mind. Mm-hmm. Like there's an Ironman is pretty boring. You know, you're out there, you're bored to death. You can't even listen to music or anything like that. So, uh, um, and you can't be, you know, super motivated the whole time. And there's going to be those kind of low points mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for anyone. And, uh, so it's kind of, you know, managing through that and, uh, um, not that there has to be low points in, in the middle of there the, have the, to be low there. points in an iron man. That is like a requirement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, in an iron man for sure. For sure. And, uh, but it is nice. Listen, nothing, nothing's going to replace the, uh, the, the, how fantastic the gas station stops are <laughs> or the, uh, the after ride coffee and, uh, you know, or the Swedish fish from the, and can of Coke at the gas station on a hot day. But, you know, you can, you can have, you can set out all your stuff on your, uh, right next to your trainer and, uh, and, and get it done. It's super effective. You don't have to worry about traffic or cars or vehicles, coal rolling you and all that stuff. Um, that, you know, depending where you are, it's, it can be tough to find, you know, good, safe routes and everything. You know, right. there's, there's some great people doing a lot of work for, uh, bicycle advocacy out there. And, uh, but, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, big uh issue for for a number of writers for sure okay so we have to change our mindset okay yeah yeah that's that's uh <laughs> that would be the first thing is be like okay listen i'm gonna settle in and uh and get this done and this is a positive here okay all right yeah. um all right so we usually finish with a would you rather here's my would yeah. you rather for you would you rather go after another zwift badge do your own made-up challenge or an actual race you know, as much as I loved Zwift badges, um, and I love my own challenges, there's really nothing that, you know, these are, these are filler and I use them for my own intrinsic motivation, but, uh, that, that goal of racing against your, your peers and, uh, you know, and these, these other competitors and seeing how you stack up against that. There's really no replacing that. I, I would have to say go out and do a uh, do a real race, especially because uh, because I can't. We because we, we can't right now. It's right. Uh, 
We want what we can't have and uh, and we want to race. Yep. Yep. So it sounds you're ready. You're ready to race. You're ready, which I think is what everyone's I think races are going to be packed once they start again. Yes. I think we're all yes. it's uh, you know, this is it, it'll be good, um, you know, certainly for, you know, the, the big, you know, branded races and everything. But, uh, you know, talking to the athletes that I coach and, and everyone is really, um, you know, the probably the most important thing when races do return is do those small local mm-hmm. races. It doesn't have to be the big epic stuff because, um, you know, there's there's a handful of those, sure, uh, but the the small local ones that it's, you know, th- that they're not making a ton of money for. They're doing it for the love of the sport and to, uh, to kind of promote new people and and getting more triathletes out there racing. Um, that's, that's where uh, time and money, you know, yeah. as as athletes and racers we should participate and support those they're also going to probably come back sooner and be easier to get to so that's all well, that, that's true too <laughs> that, that's true it's uh you know if it's a hundred people racing versus a couple thousand then uh you know that's then we'll we'll race with whatever we have competition will probably be pretty stiff in those uh, in those 50 per- oh yeah if we have a 50 person race here in boulder you can be sure it's going to be very intense <laughs> so. oh, Boulder, forget it yeah exactly <laughs> well thank you so much for talking to us ed uh, and for all the tips and good luck if we hear of any more badges we will definitely let you know yes please do thank you very much wonderful to talk to you thank you Thanks to Josh for chatting with us and good luck getting back out there this year. Good luck to all of us. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Keep training and keep listening.